when breastfeeding challenges occur, often the problem is not with the mother's technique, but rather with the baby himself or herself. There are barriers within the alignment and tone of their body that prevent normal breastfeeding. Happy day. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, welcome back, everyone, or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast, the Wellness 717 Podcast, and today I'm excited to talk about breastfeeding. And the reason I'm talking about it is it's kind of a secret how chiropractic can help out with breastfeeding. So we're going to go over a few things so you can understand it a little bit better. You know, new moms and babies often struggle with breastfeeding at first, and we need to find some ways and some techniques to help them along. A new mom and dad, they really need to surround themselves with a team of people. And I'm not just talking about medical doctors. I'm talking about maybe people you haven't thought about, such as chiropractors, midwives. Of course, we know all about midwives and the amazing things that they do. Lactation consultants are sometimes needed when we're talking about breastfeeding and they help. And doulas, doulas do a great job too. And many, many more, such as even massage therapists. So let me set the stage. You know, it's very common scenario in our office when new parents bring in their precious newborn to our office for a consultation. They are tired, especially if it's their first birth. And not only did the birthing parent just endure a long and often difficult birth process, there's a lot of hormonal change that come along with that as well. And often there are other children in the household that need her attention. So the newborn is fussy. It's inconsolable. It's not breastfeeding well. And if the baby is able to achieve a strong latch at the breast, it is often extremely painful for the mother causing maybe cracking or bleeding of the nipples. Perhaps the baby cannot latch well or he or she is not able to drain the breast during the feedings. This results in engorgement and painful breasts. Or even worse, mastitis. Perhaps the baby was premature or had other difficulties at birth. Perhaps there's a concern that he or she is failing to thrive or has not gained much weight. The mother also might be triple feeding, which means that she is breastfeeding and pumping excess breast milk to give their baby in a bottle later on. And it takes all of her time and energy just to feed around the clock. Perhaps the parents have all but given up on nursing at the breast and are reassigned to pump in a bottle feed. Again, this takes extra time and not receiving the normal rewards of bonding and also that physical attachment. And now they are at wit's end. 
They have nowhere else to turn. And they often show up in our office after exhausting the availability support from maybe the hospital staff. So let's address some underlining causes of breastfeeding challenges. Why is the baby struggling first to begin with? And then we'll address why the lactation consultant is all too often unable to help. In a nutshell, when breastfeeding challenges occur, often the problem is not with the mother's technique, but rather with the baby, him or herself. And these barriers within the alignment and the tone of the body cause abnormal function and prevent normal breastfeeding. Some of the most common physical barriers that prevent a baby from breastfeeding normally are things like a misalignment of the cranial bones and the spine, maybe a cranial nerve impingement, certainly can be an imbalance of the cerebral spinal system, and maybe also the limitation of a lactation consultant, although they are amazing women, usually are women, the lactation consultants, and they're just amazing and they can help out as well. But sometimes there are limitations to what they can do. We've also seen in our office babies that have oral ties, and that could be a whole different article, but let's talk about that briefly. Oral ties are another important area in which the pediatric chiropractor should be involved for the best care. It is very common for a baby to have either a shortened or extra tissue in the mouth attached under the tongue, under the lip, or in the inner cheek, which can prevent normal oral motion. These are called tongue, lip, or buccal ties, respectively tethered oral tissues in general. These ties can and should be released by either a medical professional, usually an ENT or a pediatrician, or maybe a specialized dentist. Getting the ties released does not correct the other imbalances, though, nor will the cranial work alone correct the ties. So let's take a second and just talk about how chiropractic can be involved in helping these babies latch on. You know, as a baby, the skull, also known as a cranium, is made up of eight cranial bones and 14 facial bones, which support the brain the eyes, the inner ear, and the eustachian tubes. They form the sinuses, the palate, and also the TMJ joint, which is considered the jaw. So the normal alignment of the jaw and the palate are critical to allow movement of the jaw and the ability to latch properly and the ability for the tongue to reach the roof of the mouth for proper seal. So this is a challenge if there's a misalignment in that area. The normal alignment of the upper neck is necessary to allow the baby to turn his or her head properly during breastfeeding. And even the alignment of the baby's lower pelvis, the sacrum, determines the tone of his or her's body, whether or not it's tense or uncomfortable or relaxed. So this bony structure also is the attachment site for all the muscles necessary for the baby to breastfeed. From the direct muscles of the tongue to the accessory muscles of the jaw, the neck, and the pharynx. So as you can see, proper alignment of the spine affects the nervous system, but also affects the attachments of this soft tissue. 
so there's proper movement, so there's proper latching when the baby's trying to nurse. As mentioned, we also have cranial nerve impairment. In the body, there are 12 cranial nerves, and a couple in particular are important when it comes to latching on. Number one, cranial nerve seven is the hypoglossal nerve. So this nerve innervates, basically controls all the muscles of the tongue, but it originates in the brainstem. So sometimes it's hard to activate that nerve, but there's one place that you can do it, and that's at the C1 occiput junction. Even down into C2 can affect it as well. So this is the upper cervical area of the baby's spine. Another nerve, the glossopharyngeal, that's cranial nerve nine, it innervates or controls mainly the muscles in the larynx, which allows for the action of swallowing, right? That could be an issue too. The baby could be latching on, but maybe can't swallow and not getting the nutrients that the baby needs. Well, here's another nerve, cranial nerve number 11. It mainly controls the SCM. That's your sternocleidoid mastoid and the trapezia. So this is the muscles that go along the neck and then the, the upper part of the shoulders as well. And it plays a role in swallowing. So it's important too. So one more nerve that's real important is called cranial nerve number 10. It's called the vagus nerve. It is the king of the cranial nerves. It has the longest pathway of any nerve in the body and it transmits information to and from the brain to the body. And it transforms, it is the longest pathway of any nerve in the body. And it transmits information to and from the brain to tissues and organs elsewhere in the body as well. It communicates between the brain and the gut. It balances the heart rate, the blood pressure. It allows for relaxation with, with it allows for relaxation with deep breathing. It coordinates the inflammation process and it plays a key role in anxiety management. And there's so much more that this nerve does. It's an important nerve with everybody, not just with babies trying to breastfeed. So if we have any misalignments, they're called subluxations of the cranial bones that form the hole where the nerves come out or misalignments of C1, C2, or possibly C3, that can cause a challenge of communication between the brain and what those nerves are supposed to do. The result is imbalance. The result is a lack of communication. And that's what chiropractic really does. This isn't about neck pain with the baby. This is about getting the pressure off the nerve by correcting these misalignments called subluxations. And when that happens, the body reconnects. And so the muscles can do what they're supposed to do. The heart rate can do what it's supposed to do. The baby can swallow the way it's designed to. Wow. It's a lot of stuff, isn't it? But do you see the importance of having a baby checked? Especially after birth. Even a normal vaginal birth by a chiropractor. So why don't people know about this? What's the big secret? Well, in a medical community, they don't think about going to the chiropractor first. They usually contact people that are within their support system. 
And there are lactation consultants, which once again, I mentioned, are amazing. They helped out my wife when she was nursing for the first time. So they play a big part. And most of our referrals don't come from the doctor. They actually come from lactation consultants or midwives or even doulas. And just to let you know, there is research on how chiropractic can help a baby latch on and breastfeed the way they're supposed to. People just don't know about it. It's not well circulated. But fortunately, there is validating research that's being done. And the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, which I'm trained by, offers a feast of amazing evidence-based research. The challenge is this research won't reach the medical professionals. So that's why I'm doing this podcast, to let you know, or someone that you know is about to have a baby, or someone that you know is having trouble nursing. So why is this so important? We want the baby to have the breast milk. It's so important for their immune system, and it's inexpensive. It's better for the baby. It's better for the family. And the other result would be this. The baby resorts to formula. Baby's guts aren't designed to take on baby formula. And then we have other digestive issues. We just had a patient in our office a few weeks ago come in and they were having trouble with digestive issues, having trouble with the baby not sleeping at night. I think it's a gut issue. I think it's because they're doing formula. I may be wrong, but I've been doing this long enough to realize that We need to ask better questions, and that's a question that the medical professionals aren't relating to. So in closing, the physical, neurological, and emotional benefits of breastfeeding are undeniable. Breastfeeding literally provides children with lifelong protection against many diseases and exposures to toxins. This is a clear way to support the well-being of our children in a world where they are open to negative exposure. The physical limitations often make it difficult to breastfeed. And this is why the mom gives up. Chiropractic can help. If you're in this situation or you know someone that's in this situation, please refer them to a chiropractor that's trained in taking care of moms, pregnant moms, and babies and infants. Chiropractic is simple, it's smart, it's safe, and it can change your baby's life. Thanks again for listening to this episode, a special episode, just to get you to understand a little bit more about what chiropractic can do for you and your family or your loved ones. If you like this episode, please share it. And wherever you're listening to in this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe to it so you get an alert when this podcast comes out. And in fact, it comes out every Monday at noon. So as we begin to close today, I encourage you and your family and your babies to be well and to be blessed. Have a great week, everybody.